I think the sure. Halloween ABBA soundtrack. Oh, I like, love like, that episode with, like, when they all get food poisoning yeah. from the the army, <laughs> the army food. Yeah, and it's like a zombie. Oh, takeover it's really thing. good. I just I love that because in between the ABBA songs on the same playlist are the voice notes for the dean. This is so good. So they just occasionally like a voice note just plays <laughs> over the intercom. Such a great, such a great. Character. I do think the dean is still. Yeah, Jim Rash me, is awesome. He makes me laugh still. I mean, they make him like a cent, like a like front and center, like in the fifth and sixth seasons. Like, they you really get. Do. You get so much more of him yeah. uh, later in this because he's such a fan I favorite. Is, I hope this doesn't shape me in some way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that line. I love him. He's looking at like Dalmatians, like a yeah. furries dressed as like Dalmatians yeah, or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Hey, Victoria. Oh, hey, Chelsea. What's up? You know what I can use right now? Uh, what could you use? A breath of fresh movie. Oh, get out. I want one of those. <laughs> awesome. Yay. That's hey. Hi. Hello. You're listening to A Breath of Fresh Movie. This is a weekly podcast where me, Victoria Harley. Me, Chelsea Pope. We watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before. And we may talk. We, then we'll, we watch it and we talk about it. We watch it, it and we talk about it <laughs> yeah. and we may not talk about everything. But we will um, talk, we'll talk about anything. anything. Spoilers ahoy. Spo- spoilers ahoy. Today's film is a 2023 horror mystery thriller, Knock at the Cabin, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. While vacationing at a ro- remote cabin in the woods, a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand they make an unthinkable choice. Yeah, I mean, go in as raw as you can. Don't listen. Like, If you want to watch this movie fresh, like, don't listen to the rest of this episode until yeah. you've... Until you've watched it. I mean, you know M. Night Shyamalan. Like, you, you don't... Go and watch it and form your own opinion before we go yeah. right away. Into, like, the less you know, the better. Yeah. The colder you go in, the better. But if you've seen it, stay, stick around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got, we got thoughts. Yeah. As always, incredibly polarizing. Yeah. I'm just going to read out the cast here. We have Ben Aldridge, Jonathan Groff, Dave Bautista, Rupert Grint, Abby Quinn, Nikki Amuka-Bird, and Kristen Cooey. I hope I said that last one right. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. People were really ex- like in the theater I was in. People applauded when Rupert Grint's name came. Oh, on the you screen. had? Did you have like a, a sizable crowd in your audience? Uh, it wasn't huge, but it was definitely people who were game and interesting and there. And it was like a. It wasn't the latest showing. It was like eight forty-five. Do you you usually go to the Grove right when you go I to do the, just that's because okay. that's the one that shows a yes, lot of the mainstream okay. shit. But oh like, yeah, well that's, so that's close we're to you. seeing a new thing. If otherwise, I'll go to Brain Dead or oh, yeah. the new Bev. Or you know. I'm just thinking, like uh, in terms of, I gotta maintain like, my. <laughs> I respect it. No, I I'm cool. You. I'm You're cool, fine. guys. I, <laughs> I'm a cool girl. You're a cool girl. Okay. No, I well, because I just am thinking, like, because I went to the the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Right. Right. I was one of. That place is I always think five people in the entire audience. Everything I've seen there has been a ghost town. But it's well maintained. Is the weird it's thing beautiful. I would have so like it's the so bathroom was really nice. I like saw, I f- it was really. <laughs> I feel like I'm really on nice. like a nice level of the Death Star. Like when I'm yeah, there. no, you know what? I res- I respect that. I feel like that's I like the that. Part. Yeah, it really does feel that way. I was. Yeah, I get not that I expected everybody to be like knocking down the doors at this point. Like, and that <laughs> knock, you, knock. <laughs> knock, knock, be um, knocking at the theater. I think yeah. I it mean, it was it was a Tuesday when I went. It was yeah. but it was around like seven thirty. I think I went was on the showtime. And, I went on a Wednesday night, but this just came out. You know, yeah. we're, we're we're on the pulse here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're relevant. We're we're in this. Yeah, dude. God, you know, it's so funny. I remember learning that word zeitgeist literally in middle school. I had like a history teacher share this word with us. And they were push. They were pushing you to learn. And yeah, they really were. And uh, it's just funny how now it's so overused. You know, zeitgeist. Oh yeah. Like, it's like ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just well, there's so many words like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Discourse. Yeah. Yeah, I every, use that every, one all the time. Everything's ruined. It's yeah, fine. Everything. I've said it. If you've said it this week, that's fine. I'm not that's judging okay. you. Well, we're also about to ruin this movie for anybody who keeps listening. So that's true. Like, okay. careful. So we've passed checkpoint, Chelsea. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> uh first impressions. Uh, like I, walking out of the theater, what were you? I what were, I you went alone, right? I went alone. There's a lot to appreciate. I didn't like it, but I appreciate it is the thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm having still now days several days later, like the internal struggle of like 
am I, am I, if, like, I, I, I wouldn't do this for any movie, but is it because I'm just projected? Like I want M night Shyamalan to succeed so badly, or is it just like, Oh, we're just, we're just starved for original stories, whatever. But like the, 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 I, what I perceive to be the intended message of the story and the way it was given and the changes that were made from the original source material, which I also don't know if I would even mm. necessarily say I, I would enjoy that. I haven't read the book, but oh, I, I just, either. as far as what the summary of that story and the change, I don't know if I like either. Mm. I, re I appreciate the intended, I think, like moral or message mm -hmm. or quandary that both the the author of the original novel and mm -hmm. M. Night Shyamalan are trying to say, which are which are actually rather different. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if in either case I like the way it was. The, I don't like the I don't know if I like the execution. I, right. I don't, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't. Yeah. But also I don't regret giving it my money. No. You know, yeah. I'm glad I went and saw it in a theater. Yeah. I mean, I think. It's like, um, you know, the, what you're saying about appreciating. I think that's that's like the level of, of respect that comes from just struggling in this business ourselves, sure. I think, and understanding how hard it is. And or just how, like the respect of, for like someone just trying to. And Shyamalan's been a bit of people's whipping boy. His name is not that difficult, yet mm -hmm. there's common, well, it's like Shyamalama Ding Dong. Like, oh, the, sure. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's, and it's just, but it's so ridiculous when we've got people like Quentin Tarantino walking oh, around. Well, well, people joke with the, his name, too. I will say Tarantino, yeah. uh, you know. You're right, but I people, think People get silly. But I forget the name. But no, but yeah, but, but, Shyamalan, he definitely has, name, has name, been shamed, publicly of, shamed. Well, and, name aside, I just think, I think he's been hammered on a lot yeah. for somebody who is a successful filmmaker. It's just when you come out as strong as you did with Sixth Sense, which I think myself and certainly others probably say still probably oh. his, his best work, like enjoyment and qual like personal enjoyment and qualitatively speaking, I mean, it's probably like the most. It's fabulous. It's 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 a fairly popular consensus, but also just, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's an unfair standard to have to keep meeting like that. You, like, you know, quote unquote, like peak too early or whatever, but like, well, I, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Peele was under a similar, you know, get, yeah. get Out. He spent like six, I think it was six years writing Get Out. So, I mean, it's yeah. perfection. And now just people are comparing, everything has to be against that with us. And Yeah. Now, yeah, no, nope. but that was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm like, I'm not worried about him. No. But I, but I think the notion of expectations, if you took the titles away, imagine some sort of desert island situation where you just can walk into a theater, you don't know what you're going to see. Yeah. You just get a title. And then you watch this movie. Mm -hmm. I wonder if people would have different feelings or yes. express themselves differently. About no, it. I think that's a great question because I think there's a there's a lot of shared. I think like the discourse is like swung into the approval of M Night mm -hmm. from just like a little uh, film Twitter bubble or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just the things I see on Letterboxd. I think like a lot of people um, are just. Oh, thank God! It's not another Marvel movie. Like, oh, yeah. it's not it's another not another sequel or tired IP or whatever. Yeah, you know. Oh, at least it's something original. Even if it's mm -hmm. you know, even if it doesn't stick the landing, no. people are just like, oh, You're it's still refreshing. And you know, to that point, this is a Universal film, which I don't know if yeah. you noticed, but they put the old school Universal logo at the I very didn't beginning. I that, but that's a good. Well, I'm kind of. A, we know people who have listened that's to us before know I have a out. weird obsession about Universal. Um, but I also really love Universal's um, that that open you know the thing that pops up on the screen the, the studio insignia. Mm -hmm. It has changed so many times over the years. Yeah. And some of the older ones are really fantastic. Yeah, you know? and some of the newer ones are just kind of boring. So I was really like tickled. It that creates he, a mood, right? Yeah, he was like, oh no no, and I, I guess he also used particular lenses. I mean, he said '90s lenses. I don't know what that means from a filmmaking I standpoint. Well, I would just say it does have a certain flavor and texture in this film that I I really like that about all of his movies actually. Yeah. I like I like you know there's a there's a there's a style he's making choices yeah um and even if you're like I'm not sure why or I'm not sure that was effective for me they were choices there's and everything feels really intentional whether you it's like all it or not it's all in Shyamalan and again yeah. that's where I'm like I'm still feeling that tornness of like I don't know if I liked this but I like but it, what was done. I, I like it wasn't thoughtless. I like that. It, it wasn't yeah. thoughtless. It was, it was intentional. So somebody worked. Was, they worked really hard, and I think some people will really like this movie. No, so some people definitely have. Some people. Oh really no, it's do. this is this um, is a very like I, I said, very polarizing. But yeah. it's got its fans for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I gotta yeah. say though, I feel like ultimately, <laughs> do you enjoy Herring? 
Because this movie is nothing but fucking red herrings. Yeah. There were so many things that never got resolved. And yeah. again, I, I understand yeah. we're trying to, um, he's, the audience is to have the experience of those in the cabin. What do we believe? What do we value? What's more important to us? Like our yes. family, the world, all these things. But then also. But then if you're going to take the the painstaking effort to put certain to 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 validate certain things like because in the book for instance they never there's no tv validating any of that they oh. don't you don't know uh, and if i'm not mistaken maybe i am well i, 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 didn't, read, I didn't read the book i just was what from my research it, it sounds like the book is more intentionally opaque about um the validity okay of what is happening it's more ambiguous as opposed to, yeah as opposed to the as opposed to the film where mm-hmm. every time somebody you know it's just almost it almost takes you out of it because there's a campy element to it and i think and you know and he's very i'm not Shyamalan, he's got an interesting little sense of humor you know the way that the tv conveniently mm. has the news right away telling you an update about what's happening and then he's and then his cameo and this is the the home shopping guy just fantastic like, he's, he's got a he's got I, a winky quality well, that like that's the thing like i, I don't know if it serves but i actually the thing I got whiplash from this movie because I yeah. thought all the scenes that weren't in the horror, I thought mm-hmm. were really good. Yeah, I thought they were really funny and and human, like really sweet. I think he let his actors all shine too. I thought this it was well cast yeah. and everybody. Um, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel it's just that. It, I, I felt like they all had an opportunity to, oh, to yeah, really no. show range. And I mean, it, it's a it's a great vehicle for any actor because it's it's all of us in a room together. This is like theater at this point. Yeah. But I, I felt like yeah, like a play. Yeah. Most of it's very stationary. Yeah. There. Maybe Emily Shaw should make a comedy. You know, like I mean, he's really Maybe. funny. I read some interviews with him where. He's very aware of expectation and people's expectations of him. And he kind of likened it. I I wanted, when I was a younger filmmaker, I wanted to believe that I can do this, I can do this type of movie. And the first two Mm -hmm. films he made are very different. They're not supernatural in any way. But, you know, if you pick up an Agatha Christie novel, you have certain expectations. Yeah. But it bums me out because I feel like maybe he's... Is he if he's restraining himself too much? Then uh, that's what like I'm he's wondering. Putting too, he's putting too many feel, expectations on himself. I mean, that I kind of feel like you feel like we. Well, expect you gotta have you, a twist. You well, gotta right. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like the expectation is what's killing people's interest in you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to essentialize the man's career, but to me, the last thing I saw in the theater, and I haven't seen anything since until this movie, uh, was The Village. Again, it was like, what's the what's the twist going to be? What's the twist going to be? I mean, he, and, he and leaned then, into that, and I think he felt he had to. And then also, um, once people were starting to expect those things, then they're like hunting, you know. Then, yeah. then, you, then you know, it's there's that whole pressure of it's upsetting. It kind of yeah. reminds me of like what, pe- what people were talking about with like the ending of Game of Thrones and mm. and how how all that fallout handled, and then. The, um, you know, the, I'm thinking of like the the interview bite of yeah. George R. R. Martin talking about like, well, you write this whole story and then you set it up so the butler did it, but then suddenly people guess, oh, the butler. No, don't. You can't panic and go, oh, now the maid did her this because it, it, it fucks everything else out. You know, yeah. so there's that whole the pressure of subversion. Yeah, I don't know if that's something that's undercutting. Yeah, it, how I much don't know. that? But yeah. that that idea of expectation just seems to be hovering around the whole discussion of this thing. And in other remarks, I mean, Shyamalan yeah. has talked about how one of the things he loves to do is once he's done with a film, you know, there's a release date. But he's like, but what I really like to do is just screen it, like screen mm-hmm. it anywhere and for anyone, because he's said I I want. I think when you get something to, in front of people before, mm-hmm. you know, we, I think you use the phrase the system, yeah, <laughs> you know, tells you something about it. Yeah. It's then it's a conversation between the director and the, the film goer. You know, it does and, seem like I, I like that aspect, too. I think others may as well feel this way. There's something. Yeah, it's very sort of like Democrat or it's like a little bit anti elitist. Yeah. And people can get very caught up in the, the smell of their own farts in this oh, yeah. industry for, for all of his like pressure to be the specific type of auteur. I think and there I, is something about him wanting to be accessible. Or... Yeah. His films, the whole total sum of their earnings. I mean, we're talking about billions of dollars. Yeah. He is a successful filmmaker. People have curiosity, even even if they're not, you know, if they're even if there's apprehension about his work. You yeah. Know? And I think he I don't know. I'm not going to use the word entitled, but I think he puts his money into his own things at times. Like he made a lot of movies that and we'll go through the filmography, but he he had like a kind of a 
even though we were saying like that's the best one but he still yeah. did really well um there were a lot of films that happened and then he started making ones that did more increasingly poorly with critics and at the box office mm-hmm. and started getting more panned and more ridiculous until the, like he was at this low point where hollywood was kind of just like yeah we don't we don't want to touch anything you're doing so he went and filmed the visit yeah secretly on his own time I remember the re- the reception on that was like, oh, what do you know? Like, it I was, feel like people were like, yeah, this, well, the start of the, oh, M. Night Shyamalan's refreshing. Yes. It's refreshing and what that he's was, bringing. I, I haven't seen it, but it was described as a horror comedy. So my mm-hmm. whole, like, maybe he should have come, you know, maybe, yeah. there's something. He has kind of. No, so, definitely. You know, to his credit, he definitely. has done, he has attempted that. But um, that was a movie that got picked up. The rights got picked up by Universal. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up being like the fifth highest grossing film that year. There you go. It was a big success. And he kind of came back and Universal really gave him like a second life, you know, and mm-hmm. after the visit. I mean, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into it. But yeah. the point is like he's he's been up, he's been down, but he's never not been working. And right. he's never not cared. And actors describe working with him as being like a really wonderful experience. I don't I, I don't have a problem with this at all. If I don't want to see it, I don't have to see it. But yeah. he can keep making movies. I don't care. But anyway, back to this movie. Did um, we even get the log line yet? I'm just realizing because we yeah. oh, okay, no, cool. no, we got I it was out. like we got so into it for a second. Yeah, I, I know. Like, no, it's um, not that I'm but having a problem. My, with that, one though. of the first impressions I felt like I had walking out was and I'm not saying this is what inspired it, but it sure. felt just like Boy, there have been a lot of tragedies lately. Sort of feels like the apocalypse is happening now, but mm-hmm. no one would believe it. Mm. you know because so much crazy shit is and i'm like it just felt like one long thought experiment about that and i wonder too if just like we've been so exposed to so much media and so much shit's happened that everything that's trying to tackle this kind of stuff just feels so it's not just this movie but so much other media that's trying to engage with modern you know like so Mm -hmm. many people like i don't want to watch a movie with fucking covid and i don't want people like address i don't want to see things you know just like people they want something that's more yeah whether whether it's escapism or they want something that just feels a little less um like it has like it, we don't have to re- rehash yeah. the obvious shit yeah I and guess. I, and it gets tired and it's not as if this was totally about um climate disaster but uh well certainly well it did that and it had a pandemic involved I, it had it had all the all the these the, the plagues it, are all it, these relevant things yeah and and the whole codedness of it again it on another level it felt like somebody reading a story from the bible and being like well that's kind of a fun myth let's, let's yeah move what, if, that. what if moses but now like, <laughs> yeah right and and i felt i felt frustrated because i didn't understand why the people holding them hostage had to die yeah i, think, I did not understand that i didn't understand yeah i was so upset for the girl yeah she's not going to be okay you have this vision of her becoming a therapist bitch she's going to be in therapy for the rest of her life no but ironically People, though she probably could become a therapist so she maybe diagnose herself but but also you yeah no sure like oh my she's god trying to i was treat. so upset for for what was damaging <laughs> yeah. her because i'm like that girl's never going to be okay one of the things i found was interesting with the book which is where i was feeling partway through the movie where um i'm like this world isn't worth fucking saving if these are the if this is the cost. Like what kind of right. what kind of fucking god is this? Yeah. And I actually think ironically speaking of movies with cabins, <laughs> I think Cabin in the Woods does a better job addressing the conundrum that the book actually is more direct with its messaging of because yeah. That the book ending, and also I think Cabin in the Woods, that relative endings are the the protagonists who are supposed to make this choice about sacrifice. Like they have it, they have to make a sacrifice to save the world, yeah. and they're like in both cases, I'm not for, for no, like yeah, we're gonna face what comes, and like we're not gonna no yeah. fuck that, like yeah. Um, I think Cabin in the Woods does a better job with it's it. It's so but, funny, like yeah, not not fuck at, these gods, not <laughs> the cabin in the woods, like it feels not like the cabin in the woods. It's like a Jeopardy category, you know, yeah. when they do those like. You oh know, sure, Pete Rose Kennedy. Kind yeah, of, you know the like ape tit. I'll take ape tit. <laughs> yes, it says a uh, petite dejeuner. <laughs> um, I also thought, uh, what else? Just that for a horror film, I felt like this just underscored fears. It didn't help me digest any. I felt like yeah. the wa- seeing the wave on Cannon Beach. You know that that it's, it was it was it was too. It was like much. This is. Um, Kind of triggering, you yeah, know. Well, it's, like it's also I, taking the mystery away, which is like a driving. Not that 
I don't know, a really good movie. It's okay if you know the ending and it's still good, but like yeah, it just yeah. sort of, I yeah. don't know. It was it, the movie felt like it needed to spell itself out so much, which is all yes. the reason that if you're still walking away with questions of why, why did they feel motivated and this, so compelled in that way? Yeah, I think in I think in the book, they're like they're almost like physically incapable of not doing this ritual, like the the four intruders. Okay, I think there's that added element of like I they're mean, compelled Leonard, on like a Leonard on a, kind of says that, but you just don't. But you don't really get that vibe. No, and, and yeah, I also just I in the felt, movie, yeah. I felt like also that they that they were a same sex couple seemed to not matter but also mattered in Andrew. Like this is supposed to all be a lesson for Andrew to have to learn how to to get past his own trauma and understand the complexity and richness of the rest of the world. <laughs> well, they're, they're just going to say like, well, just on a humanist level. Right, right. They were, we're, we're ignoring yeah. how cruel this, this fucked up God or perhaps yeah. demon is that that is inflicting this kind of pain. They also yeah. imply this has happened to other families and will likely still continue to happen and like yeah. now let's let's go back to the book then where the book is actually the couple finally is like well no we're not yeah. gonna fucking follow these rules then but in the movie it's just focusing okay yeah no we, we kind of have all this god christian stuff sort of like implied although i never really hear them say unless i'm mistaken i didn't really hear people talking about the bible or christianity well, directly no and i mean and the, i think there was and like, the four horsemen of the apocalypse that comes out of what book I don't know. Well, it's, well, it is the Bible, but well, like, right, but is, or, that, but is it that's Old, Old Testament, Testament right? Yeah. So, they're. I think there's sort of like there there's sort of um like a pseudo ambiguity. Like it is basic. Like it does feel pretty I mean, kind of Christian, but it's not. I mean, like, they, Jonathan, like, they don't want to take it on. Jonathan, uh, Eric, Jonathan Groff's character. Yeah. I mean, at one point, he literally kind of spells it all out. Yeah, no. At the you very know? end, he just he just tells you the moral. He's like, I think they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and it's like. Oh, okay. He's a very well. The very. I, I mean, mean, he's literally the, telling you the. And then, just in case you didn't get the message of the movie. Yeah. Here's what you were supposed to have learned. Yeah, it's, that it's kind of bugged me. Fed. And then also, I was like, but wait, they. So they're all supposed to be the inverse because it's like pestilence, war, like. But they were like I think the nurse was supposed to be nurturing, mothering, nurturing, nurturing, like feeding. Something. Because the woman cooked and the yeah, other one, one of healed. Those, the, the heal, yeah, nurturing, but healing, Redmond mali was, malice. But that's the bad one. So I'm like, you didn't even well, get actually, it right. Once I once I got the full picture of the story, I was like, well, no wonder he came in in a bad mood. He was going to be the first one to go. <laughs> yeah. Also, too, it's like then you have things in the story, like the fact that he happens to be the same guy who's like the yeah. bigot in Boston who hate crimed on Andrew. And I'm like, and that turned oh, out and, to and not that be was, significant. Again, red herring, red city, herring, like you said, just herring so, after herring. That it, it just it's just the most in your face example of <sighs> trying to spoon feed the story of how Andrew has to learn to like accept and 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 embrace the humanity and people that he he may not agree with. But it also, this movie did low-key kind of, with the, the fact that this this same-sex couple, you know, is going through this this very unfair punishment because their love's so pure, you know, as Dave Bautista's, uh, Leonard says. But, like, yeah. it reminded me of, um, and this is in the, this is in the book too for Stephen King for It. Mm. And in the start of how, how It Chapter 2 starts and just, like, the, like, it's, I, I like I I didn't expect this to happen when I went to see it chapter two. I like I cried at the first scene. Not I don't give a fuck about Pennywise. I mean he's, yeah. he's scary, sure, but like the hate crime yeah. aspect of the start of that spoilers for for it chapter two. <laughs> yeah, we spoil other and also spoil too. It, the, yeah we spoil all sorts of shit. But like yeah. you know there's just the cruelty mm -hmm. and the you know just was yeah. like I don't yeah is this serving the story or is this does it just feel like like we're just we're just we're just watching like. It was just we're a, just we're just watching like good. It just it's, it's a lot it, of misdirection. It was just a lot, and I understand that like we were kept out of certain pieces of information again to simulate the experience of being one of the people being held hostage. I understand that, but you know those opening titles were over these like crazy drawings of like dark looking. But then we never got we any, never got to see any of, any of those. We never got a filled uh, out. Like it's like okay, so we're not allowed to see any of the visions. Okay. Okay, that's fine because a person then, wouldn't. But then we also did get these flashbacks that yeah. were, like, were kind of 
I assume we're in their minds. Yeah, we're in the minds they're, of the family. Right. So we're getting the taste of the but back But you know what's forth. funny about the flashbacks? I understood the flashbacks when they went really far out. But yeah. there was a moment where it flashed back to the moment where they arrived at the cabin. I'm like, why didn't it just start with That's that? That's what I thought, too. When they pull out, like, which the trailer starts. The trailer starts, like, almost chronologically, though. They always start with the my boogie right. shoes clip. And then the way that it, it but just. But in the film, it's like, it starts with these, well, not. Only with this. I mean, it starts actually on a grasshopper, but uh-huh. and it doesn't immediately. And that's go to supposed this. to be an analogy, right? Yeah. But the, the right transformation, sure, sure, sure. whatever. Um, but well, that's butterflies. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, no, but it's about but, it's about like control and free. Like it's all about okay. like he, she's. Well, she puts him in the jar and she's like, "I'm going to study you for a little while." And I was like, "Oh, is this oh, the, so the she's, foreshadowing she's to like the god that's doing this, te- running this test to or, see what the people or will they be the grasshoppers in the jar soon? Well, they know, yeah, like, humanity right? is the grasshopper, right. but then when is role okay. playing as the god okay. of the world? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. We're on the same page. But you know, there are these incredibly tight like we we feel this tension because here's this enormous dude yeah stranger and although he's being gentle yeah he's sitting down with her we're completely tense from the get but it's like i'm surprised how calm she reacted initially, i know right i would have freaked I out been like, yeah i don't know you um but the, the 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 shots are so tight like we are so in their faces yeah and i'm like what is like what am I supposed to? What's, well, because what's, of this, it's all this tension building, but then immediately, like the tension's pulled away, and it's yeah. like, oh no, it's this, it's this thing. Yeah, and I, I guess I, I just, yeah, I just, I didn't understand it. It was like it almost yeah. felt like they couldn't, they didn't trust the audience to be patient enough to watch people drive yes. up to a cabin. Yes, it like, was, it was like, it, um, I would, I would have liked to have not. I, I, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, yeah. it's kind of like when people make stories for children, and it's like, well, don't, don't talk down. The like, kids will understand if you, if you don't. Yeah, they don't want to pander. Be, they don't want to be pandered to. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like in this, this is another story where, like, you know, yeah. we could have, we could have maybe. And, and I mean, this is practice that su- for adults. Yeah, and this is super nitpicky, but the titles at the beginning moved really fast. I could not actually read them quickly enough in yeah. time. Are we just that distrusting it of people's a, attention? Well, it felt a little. Yeah, it feels a little. That that makes sense. Like I get that. I get that impression. And I liked the titles. I mean, it was just they were going so fast. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like whoa, damn. Okay, like we don't have to be so obvious with with. Yeah, people are going to want to interpret what they want to interpret anyway. Oh, totally. And even if you're spoon feeding an ending. Yeah. You know, just I yeah I now what I will say about the tight shot thing though is yeah. that it gave all of the actors so much opportunity to shine. And I oh, think yeah. I think every performance in this movie is is really, really strong. Yeah. And, and you know, and Rupert Grinch just doesn't really I'll be honest, he doesn't have like a ton to work with, but like he still does good. Um but I will but Dave Patti, I mean, uncut mono like just full shot, mm-hmm. you know, or full long one, takes. full long takes and it's and it's close and it feels grounded and real. Yeah, I d I don't wanna I don't want to discredit his performance because it, it's not That's poor. Just, I mean, it's okay if you're not on. I, think, I just feel I think very I, strongly about it. I was like, I. I think it got the, the tone of voice, I think, in, in cadence, which, again, is a choice. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it got a little fatiguing after sure. a while. I was kind of like, I can't listen to this mumbly dude anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I, no, I get what you But again, I that's, that's just that. me having a reaction. It's not a reflection on his professionalism or his ability as I an actor. I really liked, and this is another thing I, I really want to give credit for the story, both like both book and movie. I love the idea of, of an invasion story that is fully inverted as this one is. Hmm. They do not want to break in. Dave Bautista's knocking. He's like, we don't want to break in. We just want it. We got to talk to you. It's like true. every step of the way, he tries to approach the little girl. So you look at it conceptually. It is I different. have to appreciate mm-hmm. that I like that these invaders are not it's it's anti the strangers mm. you know if you've mm-hmm. ever seen this when i'm spoiling the strangers <laughs> the love tire them. so yeah. you know that you just have these these yeah. the fucking crazy masked uh the seemingly like young adult whatever mm-hmm. they they break in and then Liv tyler at the very end is like why are you doing this and the girl's like because you were home like yeah. it's, it's just just the inanity whereas this is very intentional they don't want to do it they have nothing but like they want to reason they want to they they are they're they're trying to politely invade yeah like we don't want to have to break down your right. windows so we like really they, don't want to they do like this. fix things up you know and, yeah. the, the um 
uh, you know, one of the girls cooks breakfast mm-hmm. for the the little girl. I was like, did you like it? Mm-hmm. These are all, you know, everyone's trying to appeal to the humanity yeah. of the couple. But I mean, again, I was also upset by their, yeah, them having to off themselves in this ritualistic Yeah, and that's the other way. thing. So they're not actually ever being fought against. Although, again, um, difference from the book is that apparently that like the the among the four horsemen, there are one or more of them that get really fr- they they do oh. start being like, why can't we just why okay. can't we just torture them? Why, 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 you know, something like that. Whereas in the movie, it was it was very restrained. And, yeah. And then they have to. Yeah. And I, I won't just, sit here and yeah. say like, oh, I saw the four horsemen thing. Like I didn't. You know, I honestly didn't. I, I mean, like, I saw it, but also on, it was like on the very superficial level. It was four horsemen, yeah. Yeah, that's I, fair. I, I think, will say there's things that I think are like unintentionally funny about this movie too. Sometimes, yeah. like on top of the the natural sense of humor M. Night Shyamalan seems to have, there's also like, oh, you got these weapons. There's, no, they're tools. <laughs> so, yeah. But, and I don't think that was supposed to be funny, but I laughed when he was like, they're, they're just tools. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, tools of death. Looking um, tribal axes. Yeah, and I, I again, the earnestness, it's a thing that many of us don't, you know, people go for the cynical stuff. So, but, you and know. We're all getting sick of that ironic winky. So oh, we good. are. Oh, good. However, yeah. I think when it was like the, this little, you know, you and me together forever. I was like, oh, yeah. God. Like, I'm sorry. So then it feels too saccharine at that point. So maybe. saccharine. Yeah. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with being gay. It's like, I would hate that if it was. Yeah, a straight couple. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but so it feels like it's this sort of like added complication, or it's sort of added like aren't they like haven't they fucking been through enough? Like it's just sort of yeah, you it's know. like it's like it mattered and it didn't because the Redmond thing mattered, but it didn't. And, and again, it's like I I like the overall message about like recognizing the validity of the humanity of others around you outside of your own yes like tribe or circle. Yeah. But again, the means, the execution of it, I I don't know. Did, 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 I don't know and about little, that again. Really and that, that little girl, like, did you stop it? You know, like yeah. your daddy's dead, like, yeah. and you don't seem that upset. Like, so sometimes, and that's the and thing. I know I, children that, can well, be. Well, I've had this issue with other like M Night Shyamalan movies too, where you know, mm. it's with the, the there's a lot of groundedness and wholesomeness and humanity, but then a lot of the emotions can be really washed, yeah. or they can be really. Um, everyone can be very detached yeah. about like they, they're not reacting normally to yeah. certain like there are things that, in this movie for sure that was the case I think the village at times has well, that vibe the, the village fucked me up because I was watching this and like they go to the cafe and it's like oh I guess it is real yeah. you know but then they drive away from the cafe and I'm like okay where where's the twist like is the cat yeah. it's all bullshit yeah. like you know i was like still kind of wait i'm like oh no that's it no there's just <laughs> that's just it like there you go. i wasn't it. like big enough for me i don't know no i know well yeah it's it's um I'm such an asshole and then oh i remember it was funny with when the village came out too he got he he especially went under scrutiny because i think there was like a ya novel that has similar twists i yes that came has, it came out around that time so he, he was also getting the plagiarism i think yeah like, flack and he has been there's a couple of things that have claimed some plagiarism. I think I feel like that was a um, stark. That was like a stark shift to right around that time. Yes, the village. No, the where village. People were just starting to be like this the, guy. The village made made money, but critics were like, "Ooh, yeah, not sure about this one." Yeah, you know, especially with the YA book. I think like you really didn't. Yeah, didn't help. no, it's true. It's true. Um, I thought I had written down those issues. I'll say that like it's not that there are, there may be some validity to it. Um, not accusing of pleasure. I remember that being part of the I, the, I rem- the hoo-ha. The thing is, like, I think Simon and Schuster, like, released a statement suggesting that they were looking into whether they should sue, mm. and basically Shyamalan and company or whatever. You know, we're just like, this is totally unfounded. Um, you also, know, to, to, you know, it, to, to to both and neither of their credit, it's not that big of a twist. Not to be a dick. I, I mean, just, like, okay. it was like. I think when it happened, I remember people in the theater groaning. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, when it cuts to the park ranger, I yeah. remember in the theater, same yeah. thing, where people are like, oh. They're just like, like okay. No, no. Okay. Like, you know, it's just, I heard a lot of like, oh. Yeah, it's like, it's that, that specific tone yeah. of people just like, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. You see the little flashing it was pal- lights. It was palpable. It was yeah. a palpable. Yeah. And I remember I, that. But, you know, looking back. I, I think it's actually better than we 
No, it's, it's still really well made. Like, I, think, I, I, I wouldn't mind watching it again, actually. I think it's definitely one of his better ones. And it's really well cast. I, like, I, against, I, against a lot of the other things he's made, I think that's one of the better things. Re- relatively I mean, speaking, for sure. And of course, <laughs> I'm speaking from such limited knowledge here. No, I, well, I'm speaking from like a, with, with more breadth, I can say you're not, you're yeah. not wrong in that capacity. I think what you were talking about with, with when and, and the reactions mm. of, it's grounded and not grounded at times. Like that, yeah. it's, that, that whiplash thing. The whiplash, yeah. Where you're kind of. No, I'm with you. It's, it's. It feels unsteady. Yeah. Totally. And, <laughs> like you don't feel tethered. Yeah. Yeah. And, fully. And it's interesting because this whole thing, right, is based on Cabin at the End of the World by Paul Tremblay, which I've never read, but that got optioned into a movie before it ever got published. Like that's how. Interesting. Like, man, I'm telling you, maybe the thing to do is write a fucking novel that could be turned I, into a book. People do that. People do they it. Go, I go novel. They, they go novel to with to, the intention of being, of it being a, like write a novel it, like the way you would imagine a film. Yeah, and it's like that's actually because really, people won't. They don't want to do an original script. But if you write a novel with the intention of turning it into a screenplay, then it's like, well, we can make money on that. You know, you and the publisher's happy because an option is great. Like that's just anyway. Anyway, um, (laughs) but so the you know it was it was um, the author Paul Tremblay had to keep the adaptation of movie plans like a secret Mm. till like last summer because you know they didn't want anyone. I don't know, you know, digging into this book too deeply, I guess, yeah, or whatever, like, um, yeah. and, or steal its thunder. I don't know, but it was a secret. Um, the first draft was developed by Michael Sherman and Steve Desmond, and, and the script appeared on The Blacklist. This has come up a couple of times in my research, but I've never bothered to, like, get into it on the show, mm-hmm. which is um, The Blacklist is a list of the most popular screenplays that haven't yet been produced. The stuff that's like floating it's around. It's like an important thing for screenwriters. Yeah. Like, ever, ever, and, like but if people, yeah. it, it, it's a thing. Well, <laughs> and this was on that list for a bit. Mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan initially was going to just produce, and I, I got different stories. Like one version suggested that, that the studio came back and said, hey, could you maybe write and rewrite and direct it? I've heard other things mm-hmm. saying that like, no, he just went ahead and rewrote it. It was like, I want to direct it. So yeah. I don't know which it was. But the point is he he took a hand in it and he made some changes. So the difference. Oh, so, of, well, it, make, it, it literally changes yes. the entire message of the story. You're, you yeah. are, he made it his own. It's he made it his own. It's fully a different story yeah. that way. Yeah. With the um, ending. Yeah. So, you know, it's. I don't hate everything. No, no, I don't no, no. hate everything he changed. But again, yeah. and I actually like the messages of both in their own way. I just don't know if yeah. execution wise. Yeah. I, like, I, I will say I like that when lives. Yeah. I like that when lives. I'm glad that she didn't die. I'm glad she didn't die. Because I don't know. Not cool. That would have not been. Not cool. Uh, I wish they had a dog they could have picked. I mean, yeah, sorry. Right. Sorry, dog. Yeah, well. Uh, do you have reviews to share? I I have quite a few so give me right, give me I, w- I will say you know again polarizing i think a lot of people they have you know there is there's a mixed bag of people who think very highly of him yes. or people who are rooting for him sure um want to give him the benefit of the doubt whatever or riding the renaissance of of like upward approval they're just refreshed by his original blah 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 that's the overall song. then there's also people on the opposite and they're just like, fuck this this <laughs> this this stop it <laughs> um but the, which is why Scoring wise, mm-hmm. IMDb six point four out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes sixty eight percent. Metacritic sixty two percent. It's like right in that realm of. Okay. It's like technically fresh, but like very just barely very polarizing stuff. And um, yeah. what is that? D? Yeah, and it's actually very matched audience tomatometer on Rotten Tomatoes sixty seven percent. The audience score sixty five percent as of what like a week into its opening. I guess yeah, so it's it's only, it has pretty, not been long. We're it's, pretty early on. Um, <laughs> I'm going to show it to you right now, but like literally splatter, fresh, splatter, fresh on that first page of the critics. <laughs> yeah, that's a chess board. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah. every other. I, uh, I'll just, I'll read a couple of those, maybe a couple letterbox, but. Um, yeah, sure, whatever you want. Yeah, Nicholas Barber from BBC.com. Maybe Shyamalan just doesn't possess the unsparing nastiness that this potentially upstor- upsetting story requires. Mm. And it gave it a two out of five. And it's it, the, the thing is, though, it's really hard to, to, make that kind of argument because on one hand yeah compared to the book right. he didn't want to tell the story from the book which is a lot crueler and a lot more critical about the idea of like divine mm-hmm. you know in, you know influence or you know do yeah. tests from god it's, it's much more critical you yeah. know like um that i mean it doesn't it's, surprise it's, me that he loosened that out of it i think because he's telling a much more humanistic or oh, whatever you know it's, it's yeah. about it's about an empathy and acceptance of other people it's it's almost like the god thing doesn't really 
it almost muddies it more because you get caught up in the logistics like i like we were just talking about yeah. with um yeah yeah anyway sorry i'm rambling oh, so okay. i'll read um all right Trace Savur, I'm going to say that, I'm saying that wrong, from Austin Chronicle. Uh, this is a fresh rating, uh, four out of five rating. It trades stark ambiguity for big emotional clarity in a way that still feels true to the source material, mm. uh, which questions the limits of one's duty to sacrifice what they love for a world that they're not even sure is worth saving. Now that, I, yeah. as far as like the book goes, but I I. Don't, mm. I don't think it actually was that true to the book's message. Okay. It's just, as far as changes, it's just telling a different message. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, of course, you got like the, we got, we got silly, jokey or ones. Mm -hmm. um, I like pithy. You know, uh, on Letterboxd. <laughs> uh, Reese uh, with an H, just three star rating. You know who would have survived and saved humanity? Lesbians. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that. Um, it's a good take. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. And, that, you know, and actually I watched, I, I, I wanted to recommend and say, because this is partly an opinion I agreed with that I watched a review mm -hmm. of recently. I really like Amanda the Jedi on YouTube and her letterbox review concisely says what I, mm -hmm. and I agree. Genuinely struggling with the purpose of what I just watched. Like, I get it but not the way that they went about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I get it. I just don't know if I like how you did it. Yeah, that's a really succinct way. And I'll of, leave it there because yeah. everybody else is just yeah. I memeing mean, and shit. I mean, but, it's like, yeah, if I'm being honest, it's like, yeah, we, you know, movie ends, we get up, because I went with Mike, get out of our seats, go down, and then I was like, okay, I got to pee. You're like, all right, and I'm like, I hated that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's valid. Like, no, no, I also want to point out. Notably, she doesn't have any stars on her. Yeah, she didn't put a low. She didn't put any stars. None. It's, it's just, just totally blank. And it's like I think that's it, it's yeah. a, it's an impossible thing because it's like I mean it's it's like um on you know different streaming platforms they'll be like Netflix has like a thumbs up thumbs down yeah. but now they've got like a double thumbs up like I yeah. really liked it and I'm like I need more if you really want me to weigh in like yeah. I'm like well it was well produced but I really hate that they dubbed in English here like you know I mean, yeah, it's well, like, I mean you, you put it no in these concrete terms of numbers and thumbs I need and a rubric. stars and shit I like, need it's a like, rubric you know, there's more like I need there's to, categories of things I need that... to give it some credit but yeah. I didn't like this aspect of right. it filter that fuckers look I'd give this I'd give this five out of five stars for casting right but then now but then we gotta go into like the yeah. actual story we go into the script yeah, or we go like, into uh... whatever that's that that's a different story yeah but I think every single I think every single actor absolutely nailed their role and i actually really appreciate mm -hmm. and notice this and and most of them even though even though granted in the writing and maybe they're directed some mm -hmm. stuff feels uncomfortably muted or un, sure. un or inorganic but long takes room to, for someone to have an emotional arc yeah. to build their tears to build their their mm -hmm. their reaction mm -hmm. um he can really showcase actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Tony Collette and fucking Sixth Sense, oh. and she's been going around on social media and clips and stuff. I'm like, good, good. Yeah, she, she kills in that. She's also just an incredible. I mean, she's actress. a great actress. She's but, never done bad. But, but that no, that movie. If you had any doubt. Oh yeah. I mean, she is. She's got that fucking Philly thing down. Oh, she's so good. I love when she like like he comes home from school. And then she like picks him up. She's like, "Well, I won the lottery." And then I did this. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And there's, there's the car scene where it's just Haley Joel Osment monologuing. Yeah. It's just her reacting. Yeah. I'm. I mean. Yeah. Also, the, you know, credit to the director and editor for knowing oh, what course, to what but, to accentuate. I mean, Haley Joel Osment also just a special talent, a special oh, yeah. moment in his life. I mean, yeah. everything worked out. You know, and. Uh, Shyamalan in interviews sort of commented on like Kristen Cooey when you know he was just like that was like an amazing find I knew that was going to be an important character mm -hmm. cast the other one being Leonard and he knew he yeah. wanted Dave Bautista he knew that and yeah it is a good it's a good vehicle for him I don't I know he's trying to you know escape <laughs> some he doesn't want to just be doing like action comedy yeah stuff and, like that. And, I think that's and great. his physical presence in this is Significant to the story. I mean, it's an intimidation factor. It's that subversion thing. That's Which, too. again, I want to give so much appreciation and yeah. acknowledgement to that. But then I also, it's like, again, I, I didn't 
I didn't like this. I know, I know. Well, I didn't like, I don't know. <laughs> I was, I was. It's I, okay. I mean, you know, this the, is the thing is, I don't, I, know, I don't know if this is a val. I don't actually know if this is a valuable message by the means that it was delivered. I didn't I find. I don't know. The message, if, if I understood it, I think I found it upsetting. The mean, I think the means spoils the message. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Again, yeah. I'm so torn on going less than three stars it's, for so many reasons. Because there's so many, like you just we were just saying about the rubric thing. I'm yeah, just like, there's I so mean, many things I really like. There's more to talk about. Um, yeah. However, it it's it did come in at number one of the box office. It knocked Avatar: Way of Water off off to the number one spot. So, for those of you who care about the box office, there you go. Uh, some other movies that are out now, <laughs> but you know, maybe you're listening to this two years from now when we're still doing this in my bedroom (laughs) no uh sorry um if we're lucky other movies 80 for brady little dixie the locksmith who invited charlie (laughs) (laughs) some of these sound i some of these are like i want to see 80 for brady though these the ones i just listed they were released the same friday you know as knock at the cabin yeah however what is number going at the box office knock at the cabin number one 80 for brady number two avatar number three puss in boots and then a man called so Otto. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now there were like two other things ranking in there, but it was like there are these like Fandango presentations of certain oh. things that apparently somehow factor into box off. I anyway. oh, like special screenings. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were a couple of things that I'm like, I'm not mentioning those. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, in our director's chair this week, M Night Shyamalan. Yes, he was born Manoj Nalyatu Shyamalan. August 6, 1970, in Mahe, India, which is in the Union Territory of Pondicherry. His parents relocated to the United States when he was six weeks old and raised him in Penn Valley, Pennsylvania. His mother, uh, Jala Lakshmi, was an, or is, was an OBGYN, and his father, Neliatu, was a neurologist. And pretty much everybody in his family is like some kind of doctor. <laughs> so, um, And they wanted him to be mm. a doctor, but mm. they gave him a Super 8 camera when he was really young. And, Oops. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. And uh-oh. although his father was like, be a doctor, his mother's like, let him self-actualize like like, follow if if you like this follow your passion you know um and they definitely supported him i mean they were they were some of the early producers and money on his film so you know they did good Good. Uh, he was raised hindu but sent to catholic private school and episcopal high school so he's met a range of people yeah um it's worth mentioning though that he's like i was you know the only indian kid at any school i ever went to and that included film school interesting which is crazy yeah but also like yeah and i want to mention um specifically the area in philadelphia that his parents moved to is the sort of mainline western suburbs of philadelphia now i've Mm. heard of this before this is a nice area or whatever it's very nice yeah it's it's a historical and social region where wealth family ties are everything sure so your parents come from a whole other country a whole other culture, a whole mm. other religion, but they want to do good by you. So they want you to go to good schools and these are the good schools and this yeah. is the good neighborhood. And this is where they go. so here's where we go. Yeah. But you know, how how outside he must have felt. You yeah. know, and, and he's talked about it. He doesn't, you yeah. know, lament it necessarily, but he identifies with outsiders really well. And yeah. I think, you know, you see that right in the sixth sense, like so palpably. I just think it's worth mentioning being in a a place where they still have debutante balls. You yeah. know, I mean, that's the world we're talking about. Yeah. You know? So, ugh. I mean, I it's, it's, it's again, it's like knowing this stuff too, it adds, it just adds to further complications about my perception of his work then because I, I, I like, I really support like, the heart or the intention again yeah. the the i love the message just not the means yeah and yeah. so many in so many of his works no it's fair um he attended nyu on a merit scholarship uh he was also a national merit scholar which is a big deal this yeah. is a this is a sort of federally funded well maybe it's he's not smart funded. he's a very very smart guy and yeah. i'm like yeah that's uh those parents, it, you know, I'm sorry. It's a, no, it's they a stereotype. Did, they, well, but, no, but like they wanted him to succeed, so they gave they they made yeah. sure to give him access to he, all the opportunities. He and, worked, and they and he worked very hard. There you, know? you go. Um, and so he again went to NYU in 1988. He finished 1992 with a film degree from Tisch School of the Arts. The first film he made was Praying with Anger. He made it while he was a student, and he filmed it in India. Mm. Went down there. Um, because you know he had some, there were friends and family and connections, and of course you know your dollar will go a little further. But he he described the experience was, this was his first time 
being a film director. And, and every member of that crew had been on like 100 films, you know. And he said, they all treated me with absolute respect. Mm-hmm. They respected what director meant and the office. It didn't matter. And he said that gave him a lot of confidence coming back. For, to have that be his first experience. I'm glad. Yeah. And yeah. working with a really professional group of people. It's really smart. Smart That's call. uplifting. Yeah. yeah. Second film was Wide Awake, uh, which earned him a sort of Best Young Artist Award for drama in 1999. It had a decent cast. Um, Robert Loja, Rosie O'Donnell, some other big names in it. Mm. Um, before The Sixth Sense, it's worth mentioning that uh, he co-wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little. Yeah. <laughs> And he, it was revealed in 2013, he ghost wrote She's All That. She's All That, yeah. You know about this. Not that long ago. Someone was memeing that. Ugh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, kind of makes me like him a lot more. No, he gets, he gets, he gets tired. No, he's, he's, he does stuff. The fact that he, he does stuff. He's adept. He's got skill. The fact that, like, when you're script doctoring, you have skill Mm -hmm. because you have to. There's no glory in it, it's all job. Um, of course, The Sixth Sense comes out in 1999, second highest grossing horror film of all time. It is number one. He was in talks to write the fourth Indiana Jones movie screenplay, but, right. that, but that all kind of fell through. And he was like, I don't think it was right. Yeah. He also um, was angling or or can, being considered for Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm. Of course, that went to Chris Columbus. Um, but he mentioned something about how, like, yeah, I think I had a very different idea about what that would be that's like a, I could see that being the case now having with Avatar. Just, no, not 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 to hold the whole tired punching no. down on the Avatar. Like we all fucking know, obviously that movie was not it. But like I think about that with the versus Harry. Oh, okay, yeah, he seemed he seemed to well, be I, on a different. A page. lot of people were considered, I think, for that first Harry Potter movie because it was right such a right. big fucking flagship deal. I mean, I think I, mean, I think Chris Columbus was. Oh no, he was a great choice. Great. But um, I. I just want to mention that I think one of the names that was thrown out, I don't think it was ever serious, was like Terry Gilliam. (laughs) (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Yeah. It would be a movie. It would be a movie. It would be a movie. It would be it would be a very be dark and it would be intense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, of course Unbreakable comes out in two thousand, the sort of um secret comic book movie yeah fucking great yeah it's really good signs in 2002 which we both were saying you know mel gibson is a little hard to take but i just, I, Joaquin yeah, Phoenix, I just don't like that guy's the same yeah. the same aversion i have with like clint eastwood with with the movie we talked about last week or whatever yeah. but just it, that is still really i i still, still think it's a, a solid movie oh really that solid. that like part where they're watching the news report with the footage from yeah. the, the birthday party in mexico yeah oh god that, see that's a good example versus this knock yeah. at the cabin where it's it's the, the the wrong like sort of feel yeah where I think signs was the right feel because I think it already I think signs did a better job of the claustrophobia of there being a ha- their house and all this corn like they're they are cut Ex- off and exposed and th- I think it did it yeah. I think signs does a better job of the isolation yeah. effect versus the cabin I feel the vulnerability in signs like, yeah I, especially with the corn and the, the and this the, quiet there's space it's just, so it feels, good so good I don't know no that house the setting was a big part of it I yeah. think there's like there's things that could have been good for cabin that Mm. We're really good in signs that way, yeah. tonally. But, you know, you're right. I mean, signs is a different kind. I mean, it's, it's a global invasion as opposed to a home invasion. Yeah. And yet it still operates on home invasion logic. Yeah. You know, I mean, when they get the thing I guess, trapped. I guess TV stuff. and the news, too, the way we consumed media even then was, like, way different than now, That's too. true. And no, it's true. It just also, like, I, it took me no, out the, of Cabin when every time they turn on the TV, yeah. it was like. But, you know, it's true. We do live in an era now of deep fakes and, like, you yeah. know, it's a TV, like, how do you know? I mean, again, yeah. that kind of that kind of skepticism. I think I think that is what works in this movie. Even though I found it to be a frustrating watch. At a certain point, I was like, I get where Andrew's coming from, but also at a certain point, I was like, you're gonna just come on, like yeah. you gotta just kill you your husband. Bl- why would they? Th- why? No, the <laughs> fucking kill him. Kill yourself. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I um, but I just I just, like sometimes I get like really. Fr- I felt this way about. I went and saw a play. Mm-hmm. Not that long. I don't remember the name of the play now. Mm-hmm. So this is a time. It's a, like it's the name of time or something. Yeah. I think at a certain point when you have a character that is like super in denial about stuff that becomes increasingly more obvious, that starts to become really tired. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And for with the character Andrew and Cabin, yeah. I was like, I and like, like Leonard, come on, even, these people are killing themselves. Come on. And like Leonard even says, like you, you already believe. Like you're yeah, just, just just like yeah, stop it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. 
So, sorry, back to the, yeah, the sorry, filmography. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. totally fine. We got through Signs. Yeah, um, yeah. And then The Village, uh-huh. 2004. And like I said, that made money, but critics are suddenly like, mm, this guy. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it. He was in consideration for directing Life of Pi. But again, that's, I never read that. But apparently it also has a twist at the end. And he was kind of like, I, I mean, this is where his, his whole thing about expectations and being aware of them came up. He yeah. was like, he's like, if you put my name on it, people have a totally different experience. Yeah. And the fact that he's aware of that is good. But I think, like yeah. I say, I think he's almost though being hemmed in by his own sense of expectations. Yeah, he's like getting, he's overthinking it maybe. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, know. maybe that's not fair for me to no, say. I don't, but, no, you're fine. But what I else? feel like um, I, it makes me sad. Anyway. Yeah. No, All right. I get what you so mean. So then we get um, a run of four films that, um, you know, not, none of which are critically love sure, sure, sure. lady in the water the happening last airbender and after earth mm-hmm. the two in the middle made some money but sure so his reputation plummets and this is at the point where he funds his own film the visit which is no studios interested he shoots it himself in secret universal picks up the rights and releases it it's a huge success he comes back to universal he does split glass and those finish out the whole unbreakable Apparently yeah. the, that was part of a trilogy, I guess. And then Old is part of a two-picture deal he has at Universal and Knock the Cabin is sort of the other piece of that. Um, his production company, Blinding Edge, I just want to mention, is based in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. This guy is a Pennsylvania boy. Like, he he is the reason, you know, he set Sixth Sense there, you know, was, yeah. which was such a big deal at the time. But it just wasn't shot in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. And you just, um, it, it, add, it just adds to the feel. Like, it's just oh, nice. It's, no, it's know? wonderful. Um, Everything's in New York or L.A. I know, <laughs> I know. Um I also wanted to mention that I thought, okay, I must have just dreamt this, but I thought I remembered this story about how, because his parents brought him over when he was six weeks old, he didn't Uh have a middle name. And that I thought, like, they were forced to choose a name quickly, and that's where Knight came from. This is, but this isn't no, true. You know, this isn't what well, happened. I don't, and I wish I could say what the source was, but I feel like I read something where it he was just chose like a, it. it was a nickname that he liked that, like, yeah. he got from friends well, or something. Yeah, and that it was definitely a nickname. I couldn't figure out where that started. And then I also read that, and I don't know if this is true, but that National Merit Scholar Award, it's like a, it's a whole citizenship US based thing. Uh-huh. And so I think, like, he maybe had to have choose a middle name at that point yeah. and went with that but again i it's muddy i i've seen a lot of different things and i don't know where yeah. i thought i had heard this yeah that's why know. i listened to the old fresh air interviews I, I was convinced they talked about yeah, it on yeah, there yeah. i'm like no they didn't i'm high okay. um, he lives at a 125 acre estate known as ravenwood and this is in pennsylvania yeah. it's a he's got a twenty-seven thousand foot square Georgian Revival home that was built in 1937. I just bring this up apart from like, well, that sounds nice. Um, you can look at it on Architectural Digest. They did a profile. But it's really funny to me that, you know, he grew up in Mainline, you know, outside Philly, feeling like an outsider. And now he owns like the biggest fucking palatial estate. You know, he's got the biggest castle now. Good for him. You know, I am happy yeah. for him. I am like, I don't think that's exactly like the the... He wanted it because of that. I just find it interesting that yeah. like he, he loves Pennsylvania though. So good yeah. For him. Anyway, I don't have a best supporting player. I I, I don't think there really are any. I think they all everybody. The flashbacks everyone's maybe, a, but what the maybe pain? Rupert Grint's character's kind of he's supporting pretty short because he's, he's quick. He's, 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 he's bits. He's bits. I, mean, I don't for, I don't know how tall for, he is, but I'm just, yeah. it's short. It's a short bit. Short amount of time. Short is what amount I mean. of time um, for sure. He, yeah, I gotta say, people were so excited. I feel like people talked about him so much. Because there's, well, there's people who don't really... He's been doing stuff, but nothing like kind of as... Yeah, as, um, high profile. Yeah, as high profile as yeah. this. Or main stage kind of... Yeah. He's been on some series. I think it's something and I'm, Netflix I'm, or Apple Plus. Yeah, and or, I'm like, he deserves all the... To, I'm to not Shyamalan's other series, I think, which is on Apple. Oh, I think he's on uh, that. S- is it called Servant? Or I s- think he's in that okay. show. Yeah. I don't know if maybe that's okay. how he developed that the Could relationship be. with, with M. Night. But, but yeah, he um, for all the talk, though, he was in it for about... <laughs> 10 minutes i mean he's not in it long yeah he's so. mostly doing kind of like the pouting ron weasley bit a little bit from like the fourth and fifth movies specifically yeah but with but, more homophobia <laughs> with more homophobia only sure. a little bit more though no but just as funny it's like <laughs> i would I'd like I would, like i was like oh i'd be in a bad mood too if i was gonna be the first one to have to do this oh show. yeah i'd be furious oh i'd be so mad yeah <laughs> like see they're not they don't know they're not, they're yeah. not gonna believe i would have been the same way but again i'm just I've been like, freaking why out more. Have to die the horseman well see that's the thing is like if you want to if they're gonna go like limited claustrophobic as little knowledge as you go one way or you go you know but it's almost like too much was given but also but also not enough i kind of liked that okay you know what here's my best supporting 
when they when they actually show, and I was not sure if they were going to do this or the movie was going to end, they actually show them leaving the cabin and driving away. You yeah. see some trees on the fire. They stop at like a very busy diner. Yeah. I also kind of like love sort of the, there seems to be almost like a reverence of like old school diner culture and the communal aspect of that, that I kind of liked that that was showcased. I didn't hate I that. Fe- I feel like, again, it, he's very intentional. I feel like that was intentional, this whole communal also Americana authentic thing. authentic to the location. Very authentic. And again, the, the imagery when the when the um waitress yeah. at the bar uh at the counter is on the phone with her family okay. and making sure they're okay yeah yeah, yeah. and you hear andrew kind of listening in and being yeah. like it is sort of another example of like oh see other people have complex emotional ties and worlds just like my like you yeah know. you're not but i would get if yeah. i had to give a supporting although Go i ahead. think everyone's yeah. a main actor in this i know it, it's um, it's a difficult it'd be the waitress at the diner yeah it's more of an, like, you're okay. it's an okay. ensemble yeah, uh, I would not watch this again. Yeah, not gonna. I mean, if it was on, I would no. I would, I, w- I, would I would willfully put it back on. Probably, I would never choose to watch this. Again. I would will. I would willingly watch like vi- the village or or the Sixth Sense. I, I literally today actually, was looking yeah. like, is the Sixth Sense streaming anywhere right now? It's like, no, of course not, because it's a great fucking movie. I know. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, all like the good one, the good ones. All the good ones well, are good. They lock up the good stuff. Yeah, no, they do. this all this Disney Vault shit. That's what everybody said. Like, well, you know, what if we all did that? What if we? <laughs> yeah. Just hold on to your physical media. Yes. Yeah. That is a PSA for that for well, sure. Because I actually used to have the village on DVD and I don't know. Oh, that's so. funny. I mean I and I, I don't but I don't have a DVD player. Um thank you for yeah. listening. You're shifting in your seat. Oh no, I just was I will <laughs> no, just no. we'll just we'll No, no, you're good. Again, okay, also, I figured. I was like, no, okay, I was I'm like, like have to pee every ten minutes. No, no, that's okay. No, but uh, uh, I'm glad we I just really wanted to like talk yes. about M. Night Shyamalan. No, and we did. And it's good. Yeah. And I uh, listen, six cents still to this day, sometimes go to the bathroom at night and I'm afraid somebody's going to walk past the door oh, in the oh, hallway. I oh, I don't like that. Don't that, tell like me that. I got to go to the bathroom again. Don't bring that up. I'm sorry, but that's oh, still in my that. head. Like I was afraid yeah. to pee at night for so long because of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, he he's effective is what I'm saying. I'm effective. not I'm not above it. The imagery is effective. It's effective. Again, thank you for listening. Leave us a review. Follow us on social media. All that shit. Yeah, dude. We'll see you next time. We got shirts.